You're listening to the number one Oilers podcast, Handkerchief Dynasty. Two minutes for interference. I didn't watch the game. I just, I I'm getting updates as we go here. Oh, um, it was. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hearing Koskinen is is not well liked right now. We played absolutely terrible. It was one of those games where we didn't show up. You know, when we do that, usually after we play a really good game, then the following game we just don't show up at all. It was one of those games, which, um, despite the <laughs> number spoilers. of times, yeah, just, I was going to say, despite the number of times I've seen it happen. I'm surprised each and every time just because <laughs> it seems so Because the voodoo the the fresh voodoo has worked has worked on yeah. It's just so counterintuitive to any sort of success to me that that after you get a taste of success and you by doing it realize what has to be done to achieve the success in like 48 hours you just completely abandon those things and go back to doing what it was that was impeding you from from winning i'm not sure where that problem starts or if it's a problem i mean who knows it's a it's been an oilers problem oh, for like 25 years like how many times have we talked about this this exact type of game more than it wouldn't, it wouldn't be it more wouldn't than be any other game it wouldn't be an Oilers season if we weren't having this conversation early on at some point. Well, I mean, we've already had, we've played three games and two of them have been the games where the Oilers don't show up. The other <laughs> one we exploded and Connie went supernova and really everybody played well. And mm-hmm. it's just bizarre. Yeah. Miko Koskinen is it's, it's time to, in my opinion, uh, tamp down some of the enthusiasm surrounding that guy. Like we've let in a dozen goals in three games. He, and he didn't look sharp tonight. Like we could have been down by six in the first period. The puck was hitting him. He had no idea where the puck was constant rebounds. Like I'm not putting all of the blame on him, but a lot of people say, Oh, come on. Like just leaving Miko out there to dry. Like, well, when you let in four goals on 24 shots, that's a problem. Like the goalie is not without blame in that situation. He hasn't looked great to me. He hasn't made in any of the games saves that needed to be made to help us get close to victory or give us a chance. Mm, mm, mm. Don't you so you're think? Saying, you're saying you're saying Miko, 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 maybe not so hot, so Tatso. Yeah, I'm just saying that maybe it's time to do a bit of reality check on... Miko, 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 Bleeko, Bleeko, Bleeko? Bleeko, 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 yeah. Maybe it's just relative to the amount of garbage Mike Smith gets thrown at him and Stuart Skinner, who never even... I mean, you can't can't really fault him for the first goal. He played horrible. He let in four goals on 24 shots. Like, if you want to break it down goal by goal... We can do that. You know what I mean? He led in four goals on 24 shots. And in the first period, he had no idea where the puck was. It was like the puck, the puck was hitting him. He, was, he played awful. It was not a good performance. Bad body language, you know? Yeah, bad scrambly. body language. I don't know. Super scrambly. How many times does Miko do that thing where he goes, I mean, Mike Smith has his puck handling. That's his thing. But Miko's thing is where he'll go like sliding way out of his net to make a save. 
and it's just a wide open cage. That's Miko's thing, and I've seen that like three or four times in these first three games. And it's not like that doesn't bite him in the ass every so often. So, but, you know, all that being said, the entire team, once again, played like garbage. No pushback. Montreal mm-hmm. won won every single battle in this game. There was not yeah. one there was not one sixty second stretch during the game where we were in control. Not really? for yeah. Not for wow. a six, single sixty second stretch. Uh. It was brutal, man. It was really, really bad. And especially I mean, considering the and I tweeted about it earlier, but considering the amount of umbrage that Montreal or that Edmonton seemed to take over the fact that pundits had placed Montreal above them in the standings. Oh, Montreal is apparently looking fierce, right? Well, I mean, that's what the pundits said. But even Leon in that press conference when he was like, I don't know, like maybe I should remind you that we were actually the best Canadian mm-hmm. team. And then to come out and play like they played tonight, like mm. there's no pride. It's things like that, like things like that that I don't have easy answers for that have always been the most alarming to me as an Oilers fan. Like these these philosophical questions about, you know what I mean? Like work ethic and the hell, pride. The hell mouth. It's like what's going on. Yes. Like, yeah. What's 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 in the water? Yes. And then I mean, like, maybe I, just I'll watch to, a yeah. game like that and I'll think about it and I'll think about it and I'll think about it and eventually I'll just be like, oh, well, like time for bed. You know what I mean? Like nothing has been resolved. Well, welcome, welcome to your existence. Yeah, and, and it's never resolved. It's like the Sisyphean life of an Oilers fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Honestly, and it's You're very roll, rolling the same absurd rock up the hill, only to watch it roll back down again. Yeah. <laughs> and the team is just like, we won one game. We can just take. We just don't have, we don't have to try anymore. How did uh, How did Nygaard look? Uh he had. I mean, he was okay. He was okay. Um, he was okay. Yes, he was okay. Ethan Bear played one of his worst games for us. I well, think. like one goal went in like off his butt. Right? He just played poorly. He just didn't have a great game. Mm. Um, yeah, nobody. It was just it was awful. Nobody played well. Like so many um, uh, cute plays were attempted instead of shooting. And when I say cute plays, not even instead of shooting. This didn't look like anyone had their legs. I'm talking about legs. Yeah, yeah. Why? Except for Montreal, who had to travel to get here. Yeah. Why is that? Where did our legs go? Why is that? Did they go? Did they all go rollerblading a bunch like uh, yesterday or something? It's so crazy. Like one of the craziest things. It's not that. It's not just that when when we we win a game, the following game we play a stinky game. It's the fashion in which we win. Like. That Vancouver game was one of the best hockey games I've seen. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a completely dominant performance where everyone was going full throttle. So it's not like we just, like, won a game that was kind of like a shitty game. And it was like a 3-2 kind of garbage game where it's like, oh, well, like, whatever. It's like we win this amazing game where we look all world. And then we follow it with a game where there's moments... Where you think to yourself, like, okay, the Oiler, like, we're going to win this battle. Like, we have steps on a guy, um, and we lose the battle. Like, we just don't even come close. So, I and I don't know what, like, you know, I've said it a million times. I don't know what the answer for that is. But it's worrisome. I mean, the Oilers have played now, including 
last year, like we've played a lot of really, really bad games. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, at what point do you think, um, like, there could start, there could start to be some scrutiny. I hate to say it, you know, but, and it's early, but I don't know. There could, I could see scrutiny on the horizon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. And I hate I to say it, and saying. it sounds so like cliche and like uh, reactionary to suggest, but like it's just such a drastic and it feels like systemic problem that uh, you know I don't know what to do. It's not like it's not like those things that we seem to like we need to work on. It's almost as though somebody needs to sit the Oilers down and explain to them like kind of the concept of the game like this is I, why aren't you guys trying what's wrong why aren't you trying you know what i mean like what what what's with that it's like um it's like they're uh like post uh menopausal they're like they're, they're, there's like all of a sudden they're just they're not they're just they're not trying because they're just they're easily frustrated or they've checked out are, are the oilers post menopausal you think Frustrated by what? Like winning a game? You know what I mean? Why does it always come at the heels of a win? That's one of the most confusing. Like the lack of consistency is so. Uh, it's the like it's the antithesis of success. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. In in anything, lack of consistency is such a weird thing. But in something where it's so black and white as winning and losing. And it's so, um, it's so extreme. Like it's, it's bizarre, bizarre, very frustrating game to watch. Very frustrating game to watch. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. Like if we play, like we played tonight, we aren't going to win very many hockey games. And we've played like that twice. Two points out of a possible six. And all the other games, I mean, I've watched a few games and nobody is really, I haven't seen any games where it's just like, um, at least not in the Canadian division, where one team is just absolutely getting steamrolled. But I've seen it with, with the Oilers twice. So what do you give the Oilers the odds of, uh, of coming back and redeeming themselves the way they redeem themselves in game two against uh, the evil Canucks? Well... I mean, that's the other, like, the whole other thing about this is that the way this, the schedule is structured this year, which, first of all, is amazing. And I hope they keep some form of this baseball-type schedule where you play the same team, like, two or three times. Because it changes absolutely everything. Like, the Vancouver, the two games against Vancouver felt like a playoff series. And this already feels like that like we got smoked in the first game and we're going to spend all of tomorrow dwelling on it and kind of thinking about the montreal canadians in the back of our minds and you know what i mean just like stewing on it and then when the puck drops on monday night we're going to be so like doubly invested in the game which is amazing so i hope the nhl keeps uh this uh, format of schedule. I think it's incredible. So um, 
I mean, I fully expect them to come back, I suppose. Like, I can't imagine them laying an egg like this twice. That seems very hard to believe. To put in another performance like they did tonight on Monday seems, like, impossible to me. To just get hand because honestly they got they got beaten so soundly tonight. I mean it would be it would be just as it's just a hard it's just as hard to imagine Montreal being able to dismantle a team so completely twice twice in a row as it is. I mean no, but I mean what if what if Montreal wins like three nothing next game? Like I think it's you know it's possible. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. But if the Oilers uh, show up, I mean I can handle. I can handle losing, you know what I mean? Like, if the Oilers lose games, like, that's part of either win or you lose. And if if the team loses, like, I don't... If it's a good hockey game and it's like, well, I mean, it was a hell of a game. We'll get them next time. If that's the feeling I'm left with, that's fine. But when it's just like... It's like they didn't even show up or they're drugged or something, then I just have too many questions. I have too many questions and I can't even enjoy the loss, you know what I mean? It's a good loss. I mean, there's things to take from that as a family. I mean, you know the I mean? only thing, I mean, obviously the one appreciable thing to take is, is, you know, pretty, pretty nice little goal from uh, Slater Cuckoo. So that's yeah, nice. It was fine. But I mean, like, obviously by that point, things were in the dejected, angry, uh, bitter stage. So that, yeah. that, that, that five, the five, one goal doesn't really give you much comfort. No. And it's not like, I mean, we were, we were getting shots, albeit, I mean, I think we had like 35 shots or something like that. It was a quiet 35 shots, like a lot of shots from the outside. A classic, lot of kind of classic quiet 35 shots. Yes, but I was surprised we got 35. Like it's a very quiet 35 shots. Like 35, that's a that's a lot of shots. But there were a lot of. It sounds like shots. a lot of shots. I mean, yeah. like if you if you tell someone I was I was at the I was at the bar last weekend and. Me and my friend did 35 shots. They'd be like, shots. wow, that's a lot of shots. You know, but if they yeah. were like, if they're kind of like girly drink shots, you know, like mostly juice, it's not really yeah. enough shots, you know, because they're, yeah. they're, they're drinking them from way outside, you know, not even like, not even threatening the goalie with anything. Yeah, and our power play looked really trashy. We gave up a shorthanded goal. Yeah, it was just really, really bad. Very bad hockey. No, not a lot of physicality again, which is, I don't know. It's another problem that for years I think the Oilers have had where they just like <laughs> get completely pushed around, like bullied essentially on the ice and they just cave to it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I, we're, we're nearing scrutiny, I believe. We're nearing scrutiny. If this uh, ship doesn't get righted, you know what I mean. How many years does Connie have left? Two. Are we going to completely squander this? I mean, it's early to be making such things, such claims, or whatever. And it's yeah, shutter, like shutter at the thought, my friend. That's a pretty I know, bold but, statement. Yes, I know, but it's just nobody can lay a stinker like the Edmonton Oilers, and it's been going on for like, like they do not lose well. They just so many times when you're listening to a post game show, one of the guys will be like, like they'll just throw it in, like starting a segment, like, oh, the Montreal Canadiens were the better team in every aspect of the game tonight. 
and that'll be like their lead in. But like that shouldn't be so easy to say. But it's 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 never easier said than when it's said in reference to the Edmonton Oilers. It's like a lead in. It's like how some people start, you know, their broadcast with the weather and the and the time. In Edmonton, yeah. we started by saying how we were... We laid an egg again. Yeah, like the yeah. Op- opposition was the better team. It's 5 o'clock, and the Montreal Canadiens <laughs> were the better team. Temperature's <laughs> about minus 5 in the city of champions. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's a that, big, it's it's that a normalized. Big, it's yeah, that, <laughs> totally, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's yeah. a problem. Well, I mean, like, it shouldn't be that easy. That makes this the perfect... Uh, I think this... Doesn't this make us... Are we on the f- second episode of the uh, of the second season of Handkerchief Dynasty? Um, I think I'm you always might... your, your secret professor, joined by my good friend, the High Priest of Oilers Magic. Yeah. yeah, I think it's 102. Pretty sure we're on 102. 102 is going to be called Drum Roll, please. A quiet 35 shots. Yeah. Um, it's disappointing. So, uh, so actually, that reminds me of. Uh, and we can expect this in this. I mean, I don't know if they ask this question again, but I've noticed that this is something that um, is often utilized uh, by so-called sports journalists in a mm. so-called uh, sports quote-unquote interview. Right. After a loss, they'll say, uh, you know, blah, 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 you know, horrible game, blah, 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 really bad, blah, 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 blah. How disappointing is it? And then, and then... <laughs> And then the athlete has to say, it's pretty disappointing. (laughs) 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 Like, or like, I mean, they can't really like, you know, it's like they're really, it's one of those questions where there's really only one answer you're going to get. So do you think Miko gets the start? Uh, Or Skinner? Yeah, I say we guys quarantined. I say we let Principal Skinner take a crack at it. Skinner! I mean, obviously, but like... Yeah. I mean, he can't do any worse. Nico played like garbage. He's let in a dozen goals in three games. He can't play any worse, as far as I'm concerned. He could play as bad, but no worse. No worse. Nico's looked not sharp. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, here's the thing, though. Like, goaltenders can be streaky, so as much as everyone has now given up on Nico or... or "Quote unquote," begun to tamp down the expectations of Miko. I mean, until we get another goalie, you know, he, he may be our bad, he, he may be our shitty goalie, but he's still our goalie. So let's let's not let's not throw him completely under the bus. Oh yet. my gosh, give me a break! Like we did that with Stuart Skinner before we even got a chance to play. You know what I mean? It's true. Like, it's time to let Miko eat it a little bit. You know what I mean? A little bit. I'm not saying throw him under the bus, but for goodness sakes, like he's played a string of garbage games for us now. It's time to let somebody else get a start. Miko's not been at all as good enough. Nobody has, and neither has Miko. Yeah. So I say let Principal Skinner start the next game. Why not? The other thing is, if we win with Principal Skinner, then... I think that does wonders for a team's confidence. When you have a goalie that pretty much everyone's been shitting on for like the past week, and if he manages to come in and win a game, and you all play for that guy, whether the Oilers are capable of doing that remains to be seen. But if they did do that and they won a game, I mean, that does nothing but good things for for a team's morale, I think. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I would be pretty shocked if, if Miko got to start again tomorrow, honestly. Especially if Jake Allen's playing. Yeah, Jake Allen, a lot of people are saying that's the best backup Montreal has had in, like, a long time. Uh, Carey, I mean, I think, yeah, they have the two best goalies, the best goalie tandem in the Canadian division, the Northern Abstraction. Excuse me. Thank you. So, Thank you, sir. Yeah, I, 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 love, uh, I love the Northern Abstraction. It's such a great term. I love saying it and writing it. I love looking at it. I love, I love just, like, holding it near and dear yeah. to my heart. Because, like, ultimately... You know, that's all anything really is, you know. All these things are just abstractions. Our, this one is ours. It's the Northern abstraction. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't think Miko gets to start again tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping they can pull off a win tomorrow. Or uh, not just tomorrow. be able to kind of just, like, like the wall relax a little bit after, Monday. like, being terrified. It's not tomorrow, Monday. it's Monday. It's, yeah, Monday. it's Monday. I knew he was wrong when you said that. I was like, it's yeah, not tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because <clears throat> we didn't have, we don't have another back-to-back for a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's, uh, yeah. Well, seeing as how, yeah, the game's on Monday. Maybe Miko will start. But, I mean, if the reason he's starting is because we don't think Stuart Skinner can bring it, I think that's a little unfair because Miko hasn't brought it either. In, like, any of the past, like, you know, since return to play in September, whenever that was. He hasn't looked sharp. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, I mean, two points out of a possible six. Like, um, the season's going to go by fast. You know what I mean? We can't keep doing this. Or it's going to be over for us really soon. Like, we'll just fall off. We'll just completely fall out of it i mean the flip side of that is every game is pretty much a four-point game but if you don't win any of those or you lose too many of them then you know what i mean you're just kind of like um running interference on everyone else's success as opposed to finding any of your own yeah i like that it's true we don't want to be doing that no god no it's pathetic it's a pathetic way to live your life being that kind of thing it's true. It's true. It's like a it's like a shadow of a life. Yes. Specter. A yeah. grim a grim reminder of what you don't have. Yes. Fleeting, you know, vicarious existence. Yes. Uh, I'm well familiar with it. I can say I do not recommend it for anyone. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been there. I've been there, high priest. But um, thankfully now I'm more I'm more grounded in that I have been uh, told that I must stay in my room at all times. Nice. Yeah, it's a good feeling. But that's about all I got. I mean, onward and upward, right? Like, that's fine. That's all. We, that's all we need. You know. We'll see. Post game. It's a post game for a, a trouncing. We were trounced. You know. Yeah, and the only reason it's. I mean, the only reason I think we're we're doing it is because it's been so long since we've had the discussion about inconsistency that it feels somewhat fresh to talk about it. But. I mean, if this season is like other seasons, we'll be having this conversation like every three days. So, I mean, our enthusiasm for it and kind of our our um, our uh, how quick we were in recording this, you know what I mean? Like we got our shit together really fast and put together a post game. Like, don't expect it every time if if um, the Oilers continue to 
operate in this fashion of just like winning a game and then not showing up. Cause I can't do that. I'll be too blue. Mm. Yeah. Too blue. Being too blue is, is really brutal as opposed to being true blue. Being true blue is awesome. It's one of the best but things. Being, you, it's one of the best one things, best you things can be. be. Yeah. But being too blue, which we are after these, uh, you know, this, this trio of, of initial games, one yeah. of us, uh, we're feeling one was just, you know, we're ecstatic afterwards, but two, you know, game one and game three have been, uh, let's say rather lackluster. Yeah. The bloom has come off the rose. And don't you dare say shit about how many more years we have, Connie. We need, we, we, what's going to happen is there's 31 teams in the league, you know, eight day quarantine or not. It's not as though we only need to trade in Canada or anything like that. Like, yes. we're going to get a goalie. We're going to be able to shake a fucking goalie loose from somewhere at some point. That's a long-term solution. Ken Holland is not gonna fuck it up. You're just right. For want of a goalie, he's not. He's not that fucking stupid. You're right. I'm glad you said that. You're right. Yeah, I'm glad I said it too because it's the You're truth. Right. I feel. You know, I always say, man. I always say, there's two ways of looking at the world. Okay. Uh-huh. There's the way you all. There's the way other people look at it. Right. Okay. Okay. And there's the truth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, getting Holland is going to get us a goalie at some point. I mean, he obviously he went he went hard after Markstrom. So, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying he's going to have to try and trade for someone in in season now, though. You know, like the question is who he gives up for that. I mean, we could see you know a good young player go the other way potentially if it's a big enough deal. Yeah, fine. I mean, you know who we should trade. You know who, who, who <laughs> you know who we should trade for? Dwayne Rollison. Just think about that for a second. That's exactly who we need. Rollo? <laughs> yeah. I think he's well, a coach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, he is exactly what we need. You're right about that. Or I mean, could we do the thing where we just roll through like every goalie? in the organization until we until we hopefully find one well like, uh, that sort of feels like what's going on right now to be honest like the oilers goalie situation well, no because like, miko started all three games so far. yeah i know but the behind the scenes thing seems i mean when you stop and look at it it's like completely off the rails you know what i mean like how many goalies i've become familiar with like three or four different goalies <laughs> over the space of like 24 hours like it's a lot to take in i've like I feel like I've like said like welcome aboard, and then like so long like I hardly knew ye. Way too many times. Hardly knew. Like ye. there's been there's been way too much goalie um, backstage backstage antics happening for my for my taste. Like it seems kind of out of control right now in terms of goalies. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. The goalie market is—it's been pretty fluid for a long time, though. Yeah, and I mean, I think you're right. Ken Holland isn't going to blow this for want of a goalie. That's, that's well said. I agree. But I mean, it's not just our goaltending, and I think—I don't know. Maybe it all starts back there, though. Maybe that's kind of where the confidence starts. I mean, it is. That's where. He, it all, I mean, that's your last line of defense and sort of. Where's Leakins? The face, you, the face you present. Kemper? Anderson? Doesn't they? Because they got a three headed goalie monster. You want, should we get, should we trade for Jonathan Quick? 
Yeah, I don't know. Just give Principal Skinner a try. Just let him try. Fine, fine. Uh, you know why? I think if Principal Skinner had a really good game, everyone would get really behind the fact that Principal Skinner was our goalie, and like Oilers magic would just, it would be, it would be like a new high. It'd be you an, know what? A, That's true. Let's get a Skinner previous, a, a previously right. unseen, um, uh, level of Oilers magic or type of Oilers magic. You know what I mean? Because we'd have an actual, I mean, Principal Skinner. The who better to root for than Principal Skinner? You know what I mean? I think it would be true. good. It would be very you, good. You put it that way. When you when you couch it in Simpsons, yeah, uh, like meme potential. Yes. It's off the charts. It's off yeah. the charts. Um, let's start the wind down procedure though, uh, Captain. Thank you, sir. So yeah, uh, we got the next game on Monday. It's gonna yeah. be kind of like a dreadful, a dreadful Sunday. I think we're just gonna have to sit with some white wine, reading the paper all day, not talking to anyone, not mm-hmm. looking up mm-hmm. until Monday rolls around, and then you know we'll 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 do the Monday thing, and then we'll have a hockey game on Monday night, and we'll see we'll we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, yeah, it is dreadful though. That sounds awful. Like I have to yeah, that's gonna be Sunday. horrible. And then like a full day of whatever this quasi work thing we're all doing is, and then a hockey game. Like the next two days are really gonna blow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's nothing worse than this quasi work situation we're all in. What you're not a fan? I mean, not really. No, I'd be a fan of working or not working. I think I'm lucky to be working. But when it's like not the same as when you're actually working, it's kind of uh, depressing, I find. Quite. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I go into work and there's like nobody there and stuff. And I'm like, why did I do this? Why am I here? I don't like asking myself those questions. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Especially like in real time. Like, they're bad enough in retrospect, but when you're asking yourself in real time, like, why did I do this and why am I here? It's, like, twice as bad. It's twice, yeah. as, it's twice as bad. Yeah. Absolutely twice as bad. So, anyway, yeah, I mean, you're right. We'll look forward. I mean, we'll, what can you do, right? We play them again on Monday. Until then, we're just going to have to live with, like, the freaking – shadow of a Habs beat down for two days and then play the Habs again. So, I don't know. Could be worse. I'm thankful hockey's back. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm it's mainly fine. thankful for that. It's fine. It's fine. Because Three let games. me tell you, the, uh, the, five, the, the five minutes I was watching before it dawned on me that we were going to get our asses totally ripped apart were super enjoyable. I was very excited and smiling, <laughs> smiling, like really, really happy, you know, <clears throat> sitting with my son on the couch and being like, oh, can you believe it? This is going to be great, man. Can you believe it? Where's your jersey? Go get your Oilers blanket. Uh, those five minutes were incredible. And then, uh, so I'm glad hockey's back. I'm thankful for those five minutes. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, man. All right, well, uh, enjoy your evening, and, uh, you know, don't fret. Whatever you do, don't fret. 
Okay. No, I won't fret. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I'll I'll be Appreciate able to. It. It's just kind of like I feel very post right now. Very post. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Me too. Like, me too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, post can't isn't always bad. Like post rock is good. Yeah, it's good, but it's like it's not as fun as rock and roll. You know what I mean? It's post rock. Post means sort of like it reflected on rock and roll and kind of like, um, you know what I mean? Kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Judged it. Mm. And then it was like, yeah, well, what about this? And they're like, well, that's not rock and roll. Like, where's the fun? And they're like, no, this is like what was stupid about rock and roll. We got rid of that. You know what I mean? So, mm. so I feel very post right now. I don't like feeling that way. I feel post hockey. Yeah, well, that's okay. No, it's Listen not okay. That's what I'm saying. Are you even listening to me? I don't think you're listening <laughs> no. to a word I'm saying. No, honestly, I haven't been listening to a single word. I mean, you're you really you're in a bad place. No, well, I'm not really. I just feel like I'm in a place all by myself. To be. <laughs> true you probably do feel that way i'm sorry i mean post the thing is feeling post it's a bit of an esoteric concept i think i got like i got lost in the weeds a little bit trying to wrap my head around such an ethereal thing as someone feeling post you know like i felt post-coital you know i felt yeah. uh post-secondary i've definitely felt post-secondary yeah. but I, I don't know if i've ever considered just feeling post blank <laughs> It's kind of overflowing. It's kind of over overloading my circuits a little bit. Maybe yeah, well, I mean, that's your problem, I suppose. <laughs> I can't help it that you don't understand. But I mean, don't just like uh, placate me with empty responses. You know what I mean? Like that's not helping either of us solve this problem. You're talking about that's like the whole basis of civilization. No, that's not true. That's a very cynical joke to make. Civilization is built on all kinds of wonderful things, like. Uh, you know, irrigation, um, yeah. social bonds, mm -hmm. fasc fascism, and white supremacy. It's good. It's, it's wonderful melange. You know, yeah. central planning, Walmart, aqueducts, aqueducts. Good, good one. Yeah, important, important. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need actually. Maybe if they build a better aqueduct. The water, what hurts. water what quality hurts. will be better, and there won't be something in the water that causes us to do this. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Maybe we need to focus on the water. Uh, I think we should. That's a good idea. You're, right, not, listening. Go, You're not listening to me again. I'm gonna go start. I'm gonna go start working on the water contract. Yeah, I bet you are. Yeah. All right, friends. Uh, I'll, uh, let's, yeah. let's talk uh, before um, either before or after the next game. Yeah. Sound like a plan? Yeah. Sound like yeah. a very basic plan. To in the environs, in the like, a, yeah, around around the time of the the new the next game. Yes. La Canadienne. Uh huh. Remember right. to uh, like and subscribe, Handkerchief Dynasty Podcast. And please leave us a written review on Apple. That we love that. Tim Cook loves that. The the ghost of Steve Jobs loves it even more. Ashton Kutcher, who played Steve Jobs, loves it even more than that. And those guys all liked and subscribed to our podcast. So, especially Steve Jobs. 
huge, huge fan. Oilers fan. Huge yeah. podcast, this podcast, huge Handkerchief Dynasty fan. Not so much the Oilers, but I, he does really love this podcast. Yeah, I feel pretty post, too, now that you say it. Yeah, right, see what I mean? Go. It's not yeah, that see, difficult to understand. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's, it's very intuitive. Yeah, and not right. only that, I described it when I was, you know what I mean? Post-rock, like I described it so well. You just weren't listening. That was the problem. I don't know what you're doing over there. I hear a lot of typing. You're clearly just not listening to what I'm saying at all. You know what I mean? It's like that scene in Wayne's World 2 when they go to the radio station. Well, think of it this way, though. Think of it this way. Uh-huh. We've, tried, uh-huh. we've tried listening to each other and communicating and all that and I, that's all great i love that i love all that stuff enormously but maybe we should try just not listening to each other and passive aggressively giving sort of like faux responses yeah. and, a, and a sort of subtly aggressive uh you know faux camaraderie you know what i mean yeah you might be onto something there yeah, I, I think, mean, we, uh, maybe that's that'll spice up the formula a little bit, you know. I mean, I think when we got hyper aggressive with each other after the Chicago series, and then that we was just fun. we just sort of yeah, we just sort of abandoned that way of communicating with each other. Like after that, but maybe we should have not necessarily continued treating each other like that, <laughs> <laughs> but kind of like um, you know um, acknowledged it. And maybe try to see if there's anything there we could like mine. You know what I mean? Like something, any any um, worth in that way of uh, communicating right. with each other. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna we'll, let you get to bed. You sound we'll go like, down to the dark side. You actually sound like you're actually in bed. Right <laughs> yeah, I moved today, so I'm really exhausted. Okay. Um, okay. Well, great talking to you, man. And uh, I'll catch up with you soon. And don't fret. And everybody out there, please uh, like and subscribe. And then after you do that, your life is all yours. Yeah. We love you for listening. So, so love yourselves too. Okay? okay. We'll we'll get them next time. We'll get them next time. Exactamo. Okay. Exactamo, mon ami. <laughs> <laughs>